Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Uh, welcome. Welcome to another, a new episode of Positive Vibes with Shane Nicolet, making positivity louder in a podcast world. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to break right into it, bust right into it, uh, since my guest is on, Daniel Bruce Levin. He's uh, author, author and speaker. And uh, he has he's written four books, and the latest book is called The Mosaic. And it's a story about what brings people together and, you know, instead of what keeps people apart. And uh, uh, just, you know, welcome to the podcast, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm sorry I was a little late because somehow I didn't connect the conversation to my calendar. So connection is so important in everything we do in life, right? Because if we yeah, don't see yeah. the connection, we can't get to where we're going. Oh, exactly. My apologies to you, my friend. That's that's perfectly fine. So, yeah, per- perfectly fine. I was I was actually wondering if it was on if it was my bad, thinking I was I had the wrong Wednesday. I think you had the right Wednesday and the wrong guy. No. <laughs> 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 so thank you for having me. The, uh, I'm excited because this book that wrote, wrote itself through me is called The Mosaic. And it's the story about a boy who loses his parents two years apart on the same day. And when he asks the adults where his parents are, they tell him his parents are in a place called heaven. So without missing a beat, he leaves the house that he's been living in and sets out to find the place called heaven. And the people that he meets along the way are the most interesting characters you ever want to meet, but they're not your classic archetypes of who you would think would take you to heaven. They're a street worker and a homeless man and a, and a trash man and a juice man and a, and a blind woman and a waitress and a gardener. They're common, ordinary people. And when he asks himself, why in the heck am I meeting these people? The answer he gets is that's not for you to worry about. Now that you're with them, just sit and listen to what they say. And when he listens to their story, what people tell him, what he sees is ordinary about them. He sees that the people he first saw are not at all the people that they are. When he realizes time again, what he sees in this world is not what is, only what he sees. The monk one zips the sky in parallel reality nobody else has seen. And he meets the wise one who shows him the mosaic. And hopes that that's a deal. I want to read that book. I want to hear how it goes and what happens. So how's that? That is, that is most excellent. It definitely sounds like a story I want to read. Good. I hope you will. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like a very, very positive story about uh, connection and, you know, just finding out about heaven. I would say it's full of positive vibes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Definitely. So, so what's really interesting in this whole story is what would people see if they could see what they don't see, what would we actually see? Because we all know what we look at. We all know what we see. And most of us don't even 
honestly, most of us don't even know what we're looking at. We're so caught up in a robotic way of living life where we do today what we did yesterday because it gives us comfort. We eat at the same places. We buy the same food. We go to work in the same, on the same roads. We come home at the same time. We watch the same television or go to the gym or do whatever we do. But, but what's there that we're not seeing? What would we actually see if we were to see life differently? And in that place is where innovation happens. In that place, that's where miracles happen. In that place is where revelation happens. In that place, we can actually change the way we do our business. We can change the way we do our life. We can change the way we, we rule our nations because we're actually now seeing a new perspective. And so the book wants to really challenge people to say, are you willing to get out of your comfort zone? Are you willing to leave the world that you see and look for a world that you've never seen before because it's right there in front of your eyes? Yeah. And yeah, I, I totally, I'm totally relating on the uh, aspect that in the past I viewed, I, when I was in my uh, deep in my depression, a few, well, I don't know, probably 20 years ago or 15 years ago, something like that. I, uh, when I was deep in the depths of my depression that I was in, I, uh, I guess when it was active, I'm, you know, still somewhat depressive. I just, you know, it's very minimal and I just always look for the good and the positive and, uh, yeah. you know, just I'm out of that zone, but yeah, it's like, I wasn't really looking for anything outside of that. So I was stuck and now that now that I'm, you know, actually looking for the positive, looking for the good and everything, then I'm seeing much, you know, I'm seeing the opposite side. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what I find, Sean, when I when I when I looking if we're looking to find uh, we'll find money. It's not that hard to find. If we're looking to find the way the world is messed up, we'll find a world that's really messed up. But if we're looking for where we connect and if we're looking for, to find who we really are, I look at a world outside today and people don't know themselves because nobody's looking to find themselves. We're so caught up in the world that's around us and trying to appear to other people that we're something other than we are that we don't even take the time to spend with ourselves to say, who are we in reality, in reality? Yeah. And, and, and one of the first connections we have to make before we can connect to others is we need to connect to ourselves. We're so hard on ourselves. We build, we hit ourselves so often. We put ourselves down so much. We tell ourselves we can't do stuff so much. And, and what we do to protect ourselves from our own onslaught is we build a silo around ourselves to protect ourselves. Yeah. And so the world we live in is about three inches from, from our body because we're protecting ourselves from our own assault. We're protecting ourselves from our own left hook. But when we're kind to ourselves, that wall can come down and we can start to see there's a whole other world around us, that it's a benevolent, kind world. And the second connection that inspires us to do is connect to source. 
we start to realize there's something bigger than us out there. There's a reason for everything going on. Like when you go, when you were in that place where you were in depression, you get, you like everybody, I get it too. We get stuck in a pothole. Yeah. And we, and we start to believe the pothole is our life. We forget that we came on a long, beautiful road and the road right in front of us is glorious and magnanimous. But we sit in the pothole and we can't get out and we think that's the rest of our life. But where we are in this moment is not where we are. It's just where we are in this moment. It's just what we're seeing now. And if we would, if we would become more vulnerable, if we would understand there's something bigger at play, there's something that wants to help us out of that pothole if we would surrender to it, it would help us out of the pothole and we would start to see there's a reason why we're here. There's a reason we've gone through the depression or the, or, or the tests we've gone through. Yeah. And that reason is, is, becomes our purpose. And we start to realize that our purpose, everything that was given to us was given to us specifically to help us achieve our purpose. And in our purpose, now we can help other people that are in that place. We can help other people that are depressed. We can help other people get out of their potholes. And that purpose starts to give us a reason to live again and, and infuse us with vitality and, and, and strength. Because now we know we're connected to ourselves, we're connected to source, we're connected to purpose. And then the fourth connection that happens is connection to others. Then and only then can we connect to other people in a way that will allow us to build our mosaic, to become the, the, the creation of what we want to have. To, to manifest into the world that new reality, that place that is something that we never saw before because now we're connected with other people who are showing us their visions of the world around us. Does that make sense? Totally. That makes so much sense to me, and I cannot wait to read your book now. <laughs> Thank I, you. I've, I've been meaning to get on there and, you know, see if I can order. It, you know, is it available in audio format? It, unfortunately not. We're recording it now to try and get it on audio. Okay. It's harder to do. It's hard. People have told me I have a good voice for audio and they want me to record it so that I'll put my feeling into it. But it's hard to read an audio. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to do it. It's, it's hard somehow. I don't know. It's hard for me. So I just have to make it easy for me. Yeah. And... Okay. Well, I'll just I'll have to get a physical copy of your book and, and read it. It's but uh, yeah. Amazon. I'm sorry. What was that? It's on Amazon. Our cover is absolutely gorgeous. So I really would recommend getting it. The Kindle edition is only a few dollars less. I think it's nine ninety five, and the hard copy is thirteen dollars. It's it's worth it to get the hard cover. Okay, right on. But yeah, it's like you know, from from what you're saying about the four different connections, I'm I'm relating so much with it. Fabulous. Fabulous. Each one of the characters in the story helps us to secure those connections, even though a lot of what I'm saying to you is actually more in the space between the words than in the actual story itself. Yeah. The story is just a charming story that will touch your heart and it'll soothe your soul. And it'll make you want to look at the world differently than the way you've seen it before. It talks about a world where we're connected. We're not separate. It, it talks about the fact that the lie has become so easy to believe. We call it the truth. And the lie is that we're separate. Yeah. But the lie is a lie. It's not the truth. We're connected. 
science, quantum physics is showing us that we're made up of energy. Even, even when we look under a microscope at the body that we live in, that seems solid and, 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 and firm. There's nothing solid and firm in what makes up the body that is solid and firm. It's just swirls of energy moving at different rates of speed. And when we realize that we are energy, Sean, the exhalation that you are exhaling right now, I'm inhaling one second later. And it doesn't matter where you are because energy travels at a speed that is way more than we even understand. And so when we realize that we are one breath away, one connection, one piece away from everything that we need, everything will change if we just connect to that one piece on the mosaic that will then connect us to the thousands of other pieces that it's connected to. Everything in life has a possibility to open up. We get out of that pothole we're in and we start to experience an completely different reality. That's why I'm so excited by it because it's so e it's not hard. It's easy. It's just courage to get out of the safety of our own belief system. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, just I, uh, I, I can relate so much because, you know, because of everything I've been through in my life, the brain injury, the multiple sclerosis and, you know, being stuck in my alcoholism and drug addiction as a teenager, running away from home and all that. And, you know, now it's like, I've just reached past all that and, you know, become self-aware, if you will, and found out, you know, at least begun to discover who I am and opened up to the world. And, you know, I've become an author myself and all that. So, and so cool. getting, out there, getting out there, building my personal brand online. And, you know, it's like here I, you know, bumping elbows with Gary V and, you know, he flew me back I to New York that. City. I saw that he flew you right into his place and gave you a, a day or so or a weekend or whatever. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah, that was like phenomenal. Yeah, he flew me back there and, uh, you know, spent spent the night in a hotel downtown Manhattan and the next morning, you know, went to the office and, yeah, I was, spent the day there with him and his team at VaynerMedia. It was just phenomenal, but. You know, it's like bumped elbows with him. I bumped elbows. I met uh, Brendan Bouchard. You know, I've cool. met uh, Daviji, you know, meditation master. And, uh, you know, up there at the re at the I Can Do It retreat in Seattle a couple of years ago. And it's like, you know, meeting these people and just soaking in the energy, you know, their energy. You know, it's just like wow, you know, I, I can, I can do this. I'm part of it. You know, I, I'm feeling connected. So, you know, that's what I'm doing. And I'm, you know, doing my, doing my gig running every day and running marathons all the time. And, uh, you know, just inspiring and motivating other people who may or may not have issues like I have, you know, to get out there and just do whatever they can do. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, how beautiful. And it thrills me to hear you say that you, that you went to the I Can Do It in Seattle because I created those events when I worked at A House. Oh, right on, right on. So I love, that, I love when I hear people are getting benefit from things that were initiated in processes that we worked on for a long time. So that was, that was how I initially got involved in Hay House. I started their whole conference Louise was doing uh, doing talks on her own, uh, 
Yeah. And she was getting a thousand people. And I said, why don't we do a conference with five speakers? And uh, we did that and we sold out 3000 seats in a sh shortest short time. And then we uh, we just continued to do it. And it was called Visions of the Future in the beginning. And now it's called I Can Do It, which is great. I, I don't know if they're still doing them, but I think they still do them every once in a while. Yeah. So I'm happy to hear you were a part of that. Yeah, it was it was just an awesome weekend. Uh, went up there for the whole weekend to, to the one in, at the Washington Convention Center, downtown Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just so awesome just to be a part of that and, you know, sit in sit in the front row, you know, and, sit in the front row for Brendan Burchard's deal. And how cool is that? Yeah, that was, it was just so awesome to meet all these people that were there, you know, being, uh, shoot, I forget her last name. There's this Barbara. D'Angelo's. Yeah. Yeah. D'Angelo. Barbara yeah. D'Angelo sat in her class and, uh, went in Kyle, Kyle. Shoot. Kyle Cease. No, a uh, guy from Ireland. Uh, huh. I don't know. Shoot, it's not coming to me at the moment. But anyway. anyway, it's not that important. What's important is that you got benefit from it. Yeah. And so how, how, how are the connections that you're making helping you build your life? Because to me, everything is about connection. Yeah. So how are those connections actually it doesn't matter how many people we know yeah exactly it matters what how we're using those connections to actually change and grow in our own life so how are those connections propelling you forward to live the life that you want to live well uh so far as uh <clears throat> one for for one thing for yeah for one thing uh, that uh, I had a very, uh, I've always been very, not, not necessarily religious, but very spiritual. Uh -huh. And uh, uh, I've, I'm a member, you know, I've been clean and sober for uh, 27 plus years and. Uh, Congratulations. Oh, thank you. But, uh, and, you know, when I got clean and sober, I was in this 12-step program and, you know, developed or further developed my spirituality and was able to, you know, having a clear head, not, not all, you know, not always drunk or on drugs, but uh, <clears throat> at any rate, uh, you know, delving into self-development and, uh, you know, especially going to events like that like the i can do it retreat just something in there the, the people the energy i was feeling that weekend plus you know going to the talks that i went to uh help me to help me uh grow my spirituality and uh gain gain a much better connection good good because one of the things that i really i really try and share with people is is the change formula that i that i've been given it's not i don't think i've been given it exclusively i think people have said it it's just it's just came to me and it's so simple and the formula is that our thoughts become our words 
our words become our stories and our stories create our life. And if you listen to the way people speak and if you listen to the words they choose and the stories they tell, it's very easy to understand what the life is that they're going to live. And so when we want to change any portion of that, maybe we don't have who we are and, and hallelujah. If people are happy exactly where they are, there's no sense to go anywhere else. But if we want to, if we want to elevate to a different place, if we want to get to, a, if we want to see something we haven't seen, we probably have to change some of the thoughts that we have and some of the, the some of the stories that we tell, so that the life we live can change. And the beautiful thing is, if you change one thing, all the other change. So if you change your thoughts, guaranteed your words are going to change. If you change your words, your thoughts will change and your stories will change. If you change your stories, guaranteed the words that you use to express yourself will change and your, and your life will change. So everything about it will, will change. And it comes from, to me from writing a book. When I wrote my book, I wrote a book to brand the hotel in, in Hawaii. And I said, they said, we want you to write our story. I said, great, what is your story? They said, no, we don't have a story. We're telling you, we want you to create a story for us. So I took their core values of their company and I created characters and I created a love story because they said people come to Hawaii to fall in love. So I said, okay, we're going to create a love story. And one of the characters that I made from their core values was sort of every man's man. You know, he was the best in athletes, athletics. He was the strongest. He was the wisest. He was the one people came to for counsel. He led people into battle. He led people on the dance floor. He did all the... He was, he was like the ideal man. And yeah. I said, and every night, every woman in the village, so he went home with a different woman, woman every night. And the whole... Danny, we can't have that. That can't be the story that we're telling here because we don't want people just, you know, living in reality with their, with their wives and their families. So I said, okay, no worries. I'll change the story. I, even though every he could have a choice a woman in the village to go, he went home and made his heart change the chapter. Of who the man was. And so when we change just a few words of our story, and the complete perception of broadcast ourselves out to the world. You, for instance, my friend, who I met 10 minutes ago, story looked like no told the story about who you were, but you only told the story of who you are now. How would that story shape up? If I quit telling the story of who I was and who I yep. have been, yep. then this then the story of who I am now or just who I am now would be completely different because it would be a completely different story because it would be the story would be missing <clears throat> the uh, missing a lot of the 
I'm thinking of the word bricks is coming to mind that laid the that laid the actual foundation of the story that I tell now. I understand. And so if your if your walls were missing those bricks, what would your story look like without bricks that make walls? What would your story look like if you could if you had an open field? And you could dance in that open field without the bricks of those walls that you've built around yourself as the foundation for the story that will follow. You get Adam. But we are not years ago, 27 years ago. We're, we're today. What would happen if we just said, hey, you know, we've gone through our polls, we've gone through. I've gone through everything. I've gone through a lot of things in life, but those things are in the past. I remember when I used to speak a lot, people would read my resume and they would, and, and they would invite people to welcome me through the resume of who I was. And I thanked people so much for that. And I said, I really appreciate you sharing out of the, out of the beauty of your heart, wanting people to get the depth of, who I've, of what I've done. But none of that matters, does it? The only thing that really matters is if, I, if today on this stage with people in front of me and people around me, as I come down off this stage and we connect with each other, do we have the ability to impact one another? Do we have the ability to make a connection with each other? Are we able to touch each other's hearts? And if we're able to do that, it doesn't matter who I was. It doesn't matter if I live in a mansion or if I live under a bridge. Because we've touched each other and we've connected and we feel each other. And so what good is the history? It just tells its own story. What's more important is this, is this gift called the present. What is it trying to give us now? Does that make sense to you? That that makes total sense to me. I'm just like blown away. I just totally understand and what you're saying, and it's just, it just like puts a whole new perspective on everything. Because right now in this moment, you are an amazing man who's doing amazing things. You don't need the you don't need the anchor that weighs you back to the past to weigh you down anymore. In my mind, maybe you do, but I would say if anything resonates, keep it. If it doesn't, throw it away. And for those people that are listening, don't listen to it because I say it. Listen to it because it resonates with you. If it doesn't resonate, throw it away. But our lives are so full of the stories that we've told ourselves of the limitations that we have as a result of those stories, of the perceptions that people think of us because of those stories, either better or worse, none of them matter. All that matters now is your heart has touched me. And I feel that. And that's the story that I want to build on. That's the story that I want to live with you in, is this place where we're connecting now. Yeah. Definitely. It's like, uh, you know, can, and, uh, and I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting this 
is uh, connect connect now. Don't we can't connect in the past anyway, but we can connect now. So let's do that. Yeah, and the beauty of a mosaic is all the pieces are there. When you allow me to connect to you in the present, I'll feel the power of all the pieces of your past without you having to tell it to me, because they're all we're all we're connected to everything we've ever done. But everything we've ever done is way bigger than everything we've just done in this lifetime, too. We're connected to we're at this moment in time right now. We're connected to the molecules of Adolf Hitler and we're connected to the molecules of Mahatma Gandhi. Because they're through the air we're breathing. We're connected, to, we're connected to the richest people in the world or the poorest people in the world. We're connected to people who are addicted and in, and in trauma, and we're connected to people who are liberated through the, through the power of their ability to break through that addiction. And so who do we want to be? What do, what do we want to be connected to? What are we connected to? And the beauty of a mosaic to something you don't want to be connected to, you can either move peace or you can break the whole doggone thing because it's made up of broken pieces. Yeah. It's different than a jigsaw puzzle where every piece goes in a perfect place and you can't have the puzzle be whole if that piece isn't there. With a mosaic, the pieces can go anywhere. And that's what's exquisite about it. We can, we can change our location at any point in time in the mosaic to surround ourselves with what we want to be rather than the peace surrounding ourselves with what we're no longer, what we no longer are. Yeah. Uh, something 